Happy Halloween. Disco here with a personal thanks for all those folks that hit the PayPal button after last episode's show. Uh, you helped us pay for our bandwidth, which we had to upgrade again. And even though you hit us up pretty well, it just wasn't enough. And unfortunately, we had to we had to lay off our booth announcer, James from England. So with that, let's start the show. It's the Trail Show featuring Lawton, Disco, Grinter, Folly Shaw, P.O.D., Armaseo, Mike, D.Lo, DeLorenzo, Paul, Mags, Magnanti. And now from D.Lo's basement, it's the Trail Show. Good afternoon and welcome to the Halloween episode of the Trail Show. I'm here with... Felicia, Princess of Darkness, Hermosillo, Mike Dilo, DiLorenzo, and Paul Mags Magnanti. We are here today to fill the hiking void in your podcast library. Special thanks to all our listeners and folks downloading the podcast on iTunes. We've now had over 9,000 downloads of our first four episodes. Yeah. You folks are maniacs, and we love you all. Help us continue this madness. Let's hit 10,000 downloads by November 1st, people. Yeah! If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or visit thetrailshow.com and click the subscribe to iTunes button. And more importantly, tell your hiking buddies and outdoor pals. It's up to you to spread the word about The Trail Show. Today's show is sponsored by SquatchFilms.com. At SquatchFilms.com, not only can you order DVDs shot on both the Appalachian and Pacific Crest Trails, you could download them at a reasonable price. Directed, edited, and hosted by Scott Squatch Harriet, his films focus on the interesting, inspiring, sometimes whacked out, and always dirt-laden folk who make up the long-distance hiking community. He donates portions of his proceeds to the PCTA and ATC, but makes enough dough to still live with his parents in the wintertime. So please go to Squatch Films and check it out. That's S-Q-U-A-T-C-H, films.coms. His parents will definitely thank you for it. All right. Shout out to Squatch and SquatchFilms.com for sponsoring today's show. What do we got going on this month? It looks like uh, one of us might have been married since the last show. Mags? Yeah, there was that wedding thing that happened last month. And a honeymoon hike in Mesa Verde. Yeah, five days in the Four Corners region. Nice. Very nice. We're going to announce the Gossamer Gear Contest giveaway winner, which I know everybody's been waiting for. Some great entries. I'm going to do a brief recap of the Triple Crown Award Ceremony at the Alta West Gathering at the end of September. And we had Pepper on for an interview about his Colorado Trail speed record hike. And, of course, we're going to have another episode of Scott Squatch Harriet's Tales from the Trail, kind of a recap of his summer on the AT. And Mags will be reviewing a little-known book called Wild by Cheryl Strayed. Yeah, it's it's. Have you heard of that independent book? publisher? Really, yeah, kind of kind of a cult classic. Yeah. yeah, some book club featured it. Yeah, yeah. Oprah. Who I was think that? It was Oprah, yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Anything else? Did I miss anything, guys? I just wanted to mention really quickly <clears throat> that. Um, the night that we are recording the show is the same day that the Detroit Tigers swept the New York Yankees. Oh, I, unbelievable. Four games to not. That's right. Wow. Going to, to the not. World Series. Is that as a football? Is that a football? <laughs> that's right. Football, football, that's football playoffs yep. in October. Yeah. Soccer. Soccer. Australian rules. Oh, football. is Australian rules soccer? That was tonight? Yeah. Oh, 
I missed that. See, I was busy watching recrafts from the debate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next year. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, if unless anybody's got anything else, Max. Well, we have a one going to now. We have a controversial news item. Oh. That's going to cause some discussion, I'm sure. <coughs> and you're going to have to stay Excuse tuned me. to hear Mag's news piece on that. Yes. Without further ado, let's get right into my DeLorenzo's Beer of the Month. This is actually Disco's Beer of the Month. I went down to the brewery and got the freaking beer yesterday, so this ain't got nothing to do with Mike DeLorenzo. Sorry, Dilo. That's all right. Hey, I, I like I like this beer. The it's good I'll, beer. I'll give you that. It's really yeah. good. So what we've got here is Strange Brewing Company's Epiphany IPA and their Le Brut de Diable Farmhouse Ale, which is delicious, fantastic. And that's actually what we started drinking with this evening. I like the Farmhouse Ale. Seven point five percent alcohol by volume, and actually the chalkboard last night down at the brewing company said. 8.3%. So drink responsibly, gentlemen. Do you need a fill up there? He's, he's got the Yeah, I'll take a top I'll take a, uh, where, right. where is the uh, Strange Brewing uh, Company You guys located? pad. I'll take a topper. Where is the uh, Strange Brewing Company located? It's just south of the Denver Broncos Stadium. It's Did right you? off Zuni and 13th. Oh, that's where they yeah, have I'll that, where they had the Australian Rules football today at the Broncos Stadium. What? I didn't hear anything yeah, about that. Yeah, the Tigers versus the Yankees. Oh, yeah, that game. Yeah, they, yeah. Pl- they played in Denver, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walter it, Manning was the quarterback for the <laughs> Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pat Shanahan had it's something like to do with all this Manning as well. Manning Peralta or something like yeah. that. So yeah. I think I think we're all giving an early thumbs up on the farmhouse ale, but we're going to mm, check back in later good. in the show to give you uh, an update. Now, I have a question. Does Strange Brewing, um, are they aware that we're featuring their beer this month? Well, Did I, you talk to them about that? I, I told the server last night that we were, and... I don't know if she fully... Was she underwhelmed by that She statement? was very <laughs> underwhelmed. We'll so, have to send them a link. Maybe. And it's um, if you want to check out them online, it's strangebrewingco.com. You know, I had a thought. Go for it. A thought. Holy was that your first one crap. for the day? Uh, for the week? Really? <laughs> wow. Wow. There wow. is a small new microbrew. Nanobrew, I think, is the popular term. Nanobrewery? The kids nowadays. Right Nan- near my house, near Avery. Nanobrewery. Called Wildwood Brewery, I believe. What's it called? Wildwood Brewery. Wildwood it's near your house. Yes, it just opened up. Really? Man, I'm. I should go there and yeah. approach them and say, "How yes. would you like us to do a should. podcast right? Never mind in the historic Bears district, but That's right. in the Bear place." Yeah. Well, and yeah. I, mean, I we should approach them. This is this is definitely an idea I want to see to fruition. Some brewery somewhere in the greater Denver Boulder area. Needs to take us in and let us record I mean, a show. Four, three shows we've done, or four? How many? How many have we this done? Is this fifth. is show five. Is okay, fifth. so we've done four shows and we've had nine thousand downloads. Come on, and this Come is a on, brand people. new brewery. This so is I free think they'll be willing to work with us. Yeah. All right, Mags, you have a homework. I have a homework assigned for next month. Okay. So let's get right into our roundtable. Mags, apparently you got married, sir. I did. It was a very low key. I. Pretty much cribbed the idea from a POD and disco here. <laughs> what? I did. Well, it was a low-key ceremony. It was in a state park in the Aspen Grove. Very beautiful. And we had a cookout at the picnic area. And thank you so much for everyone who helped. We couldn't have done it with all without you. And we had burgers and a great time, plenty of food. Burgers and brats and veggie burgers, yes. too. Oh, the veggie burgers. Hippie burgers, delicious. I think. You, yes. Yeah, I was calling them hippie burgers. My, my coworkers really enjoyed you calling them hippie burgers. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Were they, were they upset? No, no. They thought okay. it was, they thought did it was they enjoy my uh, comments about Mexicans? 
Yes, they got a kick out of that. <laughs> Especially, and this is a segue. My coworkers from Framingham, Mass. Everyone kept on thinking it was one of my relatives because he talks like this, like most of my relatives. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So he thought he was from the East Coast, but mm. but oh, then man. we had our lodging at the campground. Was that the guy with the Slipknot shirt? No, that was Ken. Okay, who was it? who was Slipknot? Ken? Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot. Who, which you might think is kind I, of a wait, I just band. want to clarify for people who are listening and don't yeah. know me. I I am actually Mexican, and so I was making Mexican jokes. I don't want people to think I was bagging on Mexicans. It's it's she's allowed to do that. I was actually in a reverse way, kind of bagging on white people. To be honest, come on. I, I mean, what's up with that? It's funny. It makes people uncomfortable. So, so if you were, if <laughs> you're, they call me the princess of. So if, if you're Jewish, you can make Jewish jokes, right? And if you're a dentist, you can make dentist jokes. That's right. Dentist jokes. I think anybody can little Seinfeld, Seinfeld reference there. can make dentist jokes. That's, no, that's I don't but know. Is that like grade B lawyer? Jokes? Anyway, back to the uh, back to the uh, mailage. Yeah. So you did a honeymoon hike in Mesa Verde. Yes. What's what 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 well, went down there? Well, you know, it's something uh, my wife, that's a weird thing to say, Adriana's always wanted to see Mesa Verde, yeah. and it's a UNESCO site, so, I mean... What eight, is UNESCO? United Nations, it's a protected area established by the United Nations. It's like a world heritage. World talks. heritage. Okay, yeah, world well, heritage site. 800 plus year old ruins. Right, I just didn't know it was like world Yeah, and it was, it was pretty amazing. I mean, it's very, very regulated, because it is a national park. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really cool to be walking where 800 years ago people were living. Yeah, and but what I find very funny here's kind of a more modern take on it is that the uh, Anasazi or ancient Pueblans they actually over farmed, over irrigated, over hunted the right. area, which okay. is why they made the cliff dwellings. Plus the the other tribes are starting to be aggressive, so the cliff dwellings, oppressive as they are, are kind of the end game of their civilization. And then they they moved. Right, it's thought because again this drought and such to what now is the Taos Pueblo. Uh, the the right. modern Pueblo tribes, essentially. So pretty much we've been awful creatures since the beginning. Is that what you're saying? Uh, humans, you know, and our monkey we just brains. wreck we... stuff. Exactly. And the whole, the whole thing about, you know, living one with nature, they're just as bad as we are. They just don't have the technology to be as bad about it as we are. So a little, little political commentary tonight on the trail show. But it was a great place. Recommend going there. Really beautiful. And we went in the fall where it's less crowded. And good place to go. Congrats on getting hitched, man. Thank you. I haven't slept on the couch yet, so I'm doing well. Oh, nice. That's a good start. Absolutely. Give it about a month. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it took for me. What? What? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about this magnificent Gossamer Gear Ultralight Day Pack Minimalist Giveaway. Mags, what do we got going on? Didn't we have to wade through hundreds of entries? This, Astounding! This yeah, you know, we have entries. Nine thousand downloads. We had at least a thousand entries per those. We, yeah, we, it actually, took a lot of we work. actually had to hire <laughs> yeah. an intern. So yeah, we did bring an hit intern. Hit the in. PayPal button, people, because we that had was expensive. A, and the free interns. I mean, he well, could make a decent cup of coffee. Yeah. I, I think we had to get rid of our uh, announcer. Our, our, as a result, as a result of yeah, you know, yeah. all the work. And it was partially we ran out of money, and he was just stressed out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, the British they want their tea time, and yeah, I know I'm, I was exactly. bummed I had to lay James off, and maybe we can bring him back later if we can get a few more donations. But for now, all we're gonna have is a is a little bit of this broadcasting live from 5,400 feet above sea level. It's the Trail Show. 
So yep, we're like Pledge Drive Week here on the Trail Show. We had, right. we had to outsource. Colorado Public Radio just finished their Pledge Drive, and now it's our turn. And and, and we're going to give you not a tote bag. And by the way, that voice is called Alex. So oh, okay. That, that's Alex. Well, that's talking. Alex, our announcer. Yep. Alex, our announcer. So tell us about the finalists. What uh, do we our got? Finalists. So I'm going to read the top three runner-ups. We had some okay. great entries. So here's some of the highlights cool. from our top three runner-ups. Then we're going to announce the winner. So the first runner-up, Mr. Nate Paul. And again, these are the highlights. So the way to put this, I will read the last sentence. What's more fun than bagging peaks, drinking beer, cutting a rug, and spreading the good word about the trail show while doing so? Obviously, I would squish them all of those cans and place them, along with the aforementioned music devices for the dance party on the summit, back in the minimalist, and make haste for the past time in Leadville. Pack it in. Pack it out, brah. Protect Mother Gaia. <laughs> I gotta he... say... Uh, oh. what, what was his name again? This was Nate Powell. Powell? Like Lake Powell? Yeah, that's how it's spelled anyway. Nate, I gotta say, um, I was really impressed with the drop in the funk on the summit piece. Yeah, that was... And, yes. I mean, as you know, I'm married to someone named Disco who hails from the Carolinas, so, I mean, maybe the timing was off. What about if we my had, GPS unit? If we had met maybe at another time, you dropping <laughs> funk on the summit, being from the Carolinas. Anyway, just go. And by funk, he means music, not... That's right, funk. Not other things. Yeah, funk. That's yeah. what I was. I, yeah. I I totally envisioned a disco ball and some music and some feather boas and beer. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, and the second runner, Kudos. and these are in no order. They're just the runner ups that we really liked. Is uh, Warren Ibister, and I apologize, pronounce the name <laughs> wrong. Hipster. Hipster. <laughs> That's your new trail name, by the way, Warren Warren Hipster, because we were having a hard time pronouncing your name. Uh, one of our international audience members from Canada. Ooh. Yes. What we liked about this. Uh, well, again, these are the highlights here, but I love this comment. What kind of trail show listener is going to that home home with only a six-pack of beer? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. And he ended it off with gear for beer. It's a beautiful world. It is it's a beautiful true. world. I like that. It, it, was, it, it brought a tear to my eye. It's just... Yeah. It's nice. It, was awesome. it, it hit you it hit you right Way to go, hipster. Yeah. Way to go, hipster. Then we have Carol Brown from Facebook. And <laughs> wow, Facebook. man, you don't really sound that's where she's from. She's from. <laughs> well, she, well actually... she didn't identify herself from anywhere. Just I know, friend I'm just of... saying, I'm just saying, friend okay. of the trail show. It just sounded funny, <laughs> friend of the trail show from well, Facebook. Facebook's so rich right now, they purchased their own land, have their own that's right, Zip <laughs> private code. island. Yeah, there you go. Um, in any case, what I liked about it is that she, you know, how there's that <laughs> high school. <laughs> I'm sorry, just... oh, that's okay. I'm sorry, that's just really funny. <laughs> Train of thought here, Facebook. <laughs> It's its own country. <laughs> well, it's It'd so be right. a pretty big country if it was. It, it would be very country. diverse. It would yeah. be a very dynamic, diverse, right next to Googleplex and the country. And no one would talk to each other. They just always be on the computer. <laughs> they all be poking each other and friends. Hey, I need yeah. someone to help me move. Well, none of your virtual friends are going to help you. So. Exactly. Yeah, okay, bad. sorry. Well, that's I'm... okay. So <laughs> this is Carol Brown who posted on Facebook. Maybe she lives in Facebook. I don't know. But, you know, a little background here. Remember how the Twitter feed? feed you know it's been hijacked by a high school that doesn't use well it. they they had it long before we did yeah so they we, didn't hijack i mean we can't really say hijack i'm I, going to go with it damn it okay it was hijacked it was hijacked so she says i would use this pack to kick ass on those high school kids that own the twitter version of the trail show so we have a I, we have I an like, enforcer yeah, we yeah, do i like it that's, you know? that's carol brown that's coming strong i wish i knew where she was from you know carol brown i think it's an assumed <laughs> name I think she's from, um, yeah. She's but from, Carol Brown sounds like an assumed name. Maybe she's really a mafia enforcer. She's from the Book of Faces. I think Carol Brown would fit in with my she-hiker friends. Okay. so I do. And that was a good one, too. But 
our winner. Now, now, Ooh, now hold up, wait hold a up. Why, why, do, do, did, why did we like it, this guy? Why, why did we? Hold up, hold up. Before we even go there, yeah. D-Lo, I, I, I need a little drum roll. All right. Why did we go there, oh, Max? Well, I'm gonna read, read it, and we can discuss why. Okay. okay. So his name is David, Gordon, David, Biggerstaff. Yeah, Biggerstaff. Biggerstaff. <laughs> D-Lo loves it, man. And. He's from Wales, international. Yeah. And let me read it. From da- Gordon David Biggerstaff. Biggerstaff. Hi there, every- everyone. I am in, I can't pronounce this Welsh name, Ladin Dundu, <laughs> North Wales. If I should win this swag grab, I will. I promise. Absolutely promise. I'll take a little baby. No, two babies. I just hit the drum roll again. This is going, going I up. believe in equal opportunities. And I will feed them with fried chicken and coffee <laughs> with chocolate for afters until they can't eat anymore. For afters? Wait, wait, wait. Afters. Chocolate for afters. Does that mean dessert? In yes, it does. Guys, it does. On. You know come what on. that means. Come on. Come give, on. The, give the Welsh guy a break. You yeah. Know what that means. Let's go on. International flavor. I like it. Until they can't eat anymore. No, don't do it. Then I'll pack them to the eight ounce pack and carry them up to the top of our biggest mountain here in Wales, snowed in 3,500 feet, on a Saturday morning, and I'll give them away to whoever wants them. I, this is a dramatic reading. Thank you, William Shatner School of Acting. I will have to borrow a couple of babies to do this, but for the Gossamer Gear lightweight pack, it will be worth it. Please send it to me now, Gordon Biggerstaff. Yes! Mr. Biggerstaff, you have just won yourself a brand new backpack, We sir. will be contacting you for the address, and... It is so awesome. We will mail international for you, or international right. wealth. And actually, Gossamer Gear is going to ship it direct to wow. Mr. Biggerstaff. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Gossamer Gear logo so, on your pack. That, that's, that's pretty sweet, because I was afraid we were going to have to ask Gordon for a self-addressed stamp <laughs> <envelope. laughs> I wish to return him the pack. But, so that's pretty cool, that... Hey, so, and, 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 and a big shout out to Gossamer Gear yeah. for doing the giveaway. That was really awesome of them to offer up a pack that we could give away. And we hope to have more giveaways in the future, so stay tuned. And if you want to see this pack, go to GossamerGear.com and look for the Gossamer Gear Minimalist Ultralight Day Pack. It's awesome. It's my favorite day pack. 8.85 ever. ounces of sweet, sweet light goodness. I think what I was most impressed with was the uh, fried chicken and coffee. Yeah, that was, that was strong. He that is was a strong. dedicated listener. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's some uh, minutia there that not everyone's going to pick he up. He knows on. the trivia of the And his name show. is Bigger Staff. You know what that means. Once you go Bigger Staff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's hard to go Little Staff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that might be a new logo for the show. Once you go Bigger Staff, you never go Little Staff. <laughs> Remember, people, we're a family show. That's all we're going to say. So, right. Miss Gordon Bigger Staff. Congratulations, I li- sir. I like how we're like 20 minutes in and uh, Max is already slurring his speech. <laughs> well, <I've- laughs> the farmhouse sale is really good, isn't it? Well, I've only had one beer. That's the funny thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, it's 8.3, man. So Well, I've also had three no hours joke. sleep. So. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. Three hours sleep, What Max? happened, dude? Yeah, what was going I- on last night? Ooh, maybe I- I- sh- they're newlyweds. No. Maybe we shouldn't go there. <laughs> is it your guinea pig? <laughs> what? Must be the guinea pig. You didn't know this? Charlie the guinea pig. Max has a guinea pig. Well, it's Adriana's, but I guess it's mine, too. Max takes it's care of It's big, me. man. You know, Dilo has a guinea pig. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. His name is Leo. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh. Wow, that's just... Dude, it's my child. That's, you're talking about his child. His oh, son. Sorry. His only son. Speaking of Dilo's child, Dilo actually um, 
I'll get into that later. We were at the Great American Brew Fest, but let's table that for now. Yeah, let's table it. Move on to letter C. But All speaking right. as a new parent, I think what Gordon has to say is very politically incorrect. And therefore, I think that's probably why we really like it. Yeah, a lot. I, yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. I like the idea of shoving a couple babies in a backpack. <laughs> With fried chicken, because you know. Really and well, coffee. Well, if they get hungry. And chocolate for afters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For afters. That was the nice little cultural thing. It was. I'm going to start was. I'm going to start using that Gordon Bigger stuff. I'm going to give you props, but I'm going to start using that. People any, will think you're from Wales. Does anyone want any afters? Does anybody care for any afters? Would you like any afters, baby? Hey now. Would you like a little? <laughs> All right, so POD <laughs> and I hopped on a plane at the end of September and flew out to Portland, Oregon. And we caravaned out to Camp Arowana, not to be confused with Camp Marijuana, as, Wel- as all the locals call it. In Welch's, Oregon, <laughs> for the annual Alta West Gathering and Triple Crown Awards. Wait, wait, did you just say Welch's, Oregon? Yeah. I did. What a wow. coincidence. What a coincidence. Nobody picked up on that. Gordon Biggerstaff is from Wales. He's Welch. Here we are in Welch, Welch's, dude, Oregon. Welch. Welch is a grape. Oh. <laughs> Spelled the same way, isn't it? No. Yeah, it is. No. Welch. Welch, W E L C H. Welsh. How do you spell Welsh? W-E-L-C-H. Too many different vowels here. Moving on, Max. Anyway. Slurring his speeches. No. I can't stop spelling. Let's move on. Yeah. P.O.D. and I spent a full weekend out at Camp Arowana, and we got to hang out with a lot of triple crowners and long-distance hikers in general. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. P.O.D. Even or- though I got sick while I was there, but... She organized a spontaneous soccer game. I did. I, um, you know, I like Alder West, but there's a lot of like slideshow viewing that happens. Mm. Sure. And I just feel like, let's do something active and like fun. And outside. So I organized a spontaneous soccer game and, um, I haven't played. Really, s- it was really fun. It was pretty cutthroat, and it got it got a little heated got a little out heated. there. There was a lot of kicking of shins and tripping <laughs> and stuff. I was sore for about three days. Yeah, it was. I haven't fun. played soccer in a decade. And I gotta give props to Abraham, man. That kid. Oh my can gosh! Pu- can put them back, and then during that soccer game, he was he was all out. He's a manimal. He is a manimal. So props to you, Abraham. So twenty. Triple Crowners got their awards this year, and 10 of them were actually present for the Triple Crown Award Ceremony, which was really cool. And only one of them was a woman, Miss Trainwreck. Yeah, that's right. Really? Big ups to Stephanie Trainwreck White. A fellow White, she-hiker friend. And listener of the Trail Show. That's right. That's an unusual ratio, though. Yeah, one female, one nine female. males. Wow. And she's done two of the trails twice. I know. She's, Hardcore. She's she almost a double Triple Crown. I know. Almost. Almost. Wow. wow. I actually got to be the Triple Crown Awards coordinator this year, so it's kind of cool. In, in 07, I got my award in Tahoe, and five years later, I was actually able to you know, kind of take the reins and do the awards this year, and it was really neat to, to see just the energy in the room and to, to, to see how people got choked up when they actually got on stage, and I could tell they weren't expecting to, and it just, you know, it's a pretty big deal. And it was a really cool, cool moment. A lot of family was there. A lot of really? people. Yeah, yeah. we had a, um, one guy he brought five people up on stage with him. Different family members spoke. It, it's so cool now. It like, really is cool. They really encourage um, folks to bring you know, friends or trail angels or people that helped them out along the way. And it's it's kind of neat. People get up. And one guy told an amazing story about the guy on the yeah. CDT whose stomach like bled out. Yeah, he basically Internally. got a hole in his stomach. 
And it was crazy. He got up there and was like, I'm just really excited to be here. And, you know, a year ago on this day or whatever, uh, two years ago, whatever, I was hiking through Glacier and I started throwing up. It was like, it was deep snow and I was vomiting green liquid and I just like passed out and I thought for sure I would die. And here I am. And that was it. I was like, what? What? What happened? What happened? I know. I know. He was like vomiting green fluid and blood. And that sounds like, like bile from. Yeah, his stomach had a hole in it. He didn't tell him. He was like, "I'm just really happy to be here, so thanks." And we're all like, um, "Okay, can you tell us the rest of that story?" Because it's like describing Star Wars. So I'm a farm boy from the planet. Then I blew up the Death Star. Thank you. Have a good day. That's exactly yeah. what it was like. And everybody in the audience was like, "What? What? What? What?" Yeah. Anyway. All right, folks. We're getting ready to go to our first break. When we get back, we're going to have an interview with Sean Forey, a.k.a. Pepper, about his Colorado Trail speed record hike. And we'll be back in a moment. The Trail Show. Less gear, more beer. From Mike DeLorenzo's charming basement in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. And we're back. Don't forget to check us out at thetrailshow.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash thetrailshow, and on Twitter at trailshow. All right, we've got an interview that we had to pre-record with Pepper due to his hectic touring schedule and his work schedule. The man's all over the place. So... I'm going to go to our interview right now. Hello? Yellow. Yeah, hey, Disco. Today via satellite link, we have Sean Forey, a.k.a. Pepper, who recently broke the unsupported Colorado Trail speed record. He took only 10 days and 19-plus hours to cover the 485 miles from Denver to Durango. So we're going to play 20 questions with Pepper today. Pepper, how's it going? Uh, it's going well, Disco. Good. Thanks for uh, agreeing to be on the trail show. We're glad to have yeah, you. No so how did you get your trail name? I'm from York, Pennsylvania, not to be confused with New York. I'm from Old York. And uh, once on the Appalachian Trail, I told somebody that. I said, I'm from York, like the peppermint patty, and fate beholds it that technically my trail name is peppermint patty, but that's kind of my dark secret that You just told the whole world. I just told everybody. It's out. You set the unsupported Colorado Trail speed record. What What exactly does unsupported mean? Basically, I carried everything I would need from the beginning, did not resupply um, food or fuel uh, along the way. What was your total pack weight when I dropped you at the trailhead? I think I was right around 47, 48 pounds with 37 of that being food and maybe two pounds of water. And what was your pack weight when you got to Durango? I was pretty much down to my base weight and no water. So I think around seven pounds, I probably had a couple bars left. 
Wow. So seven or eight pounds. So you mentioned thir- carrying 37 pounds of food roughly, um, and I think you had told me that that came out to something like three pounds of food per day. So my question to you is what, what exactly were you eating? Um, I ate about six meals a day. I was stopping every three hours. So typical hiker food, um, granola, um, bars with peanut butter, tor- uh, tortillas, you know, um, pepperoni, cheese, freeze-dried meals, and lots and lots of chocolate and candy. Did you do any cooked meals? I did one uh, freeze-dried meal a day. I was hoping that would be a, a morale booster. I did the math, and I came up with an average of 44-plus miles per day for 10-plus days. So how did you prepare to do that kind of mileage right out of the gate? I spent most of the summer um, up in the high country in the high Sierras with my employment. So I wasn't covering that kind of distance, but I was at higher elevations, which I think helped. And then only a week prior to the trip, I went out out on the JMT for five days and covered about 170 miles in five days. Um, And that was really my training. That was it. That's a heck of a prep hike. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, There wasn't any um, long runs or uh, there's no scenes from Rocky taking place. It was just, I think, mostly (laughs) mental. So I read on your blog that you took a fall during your prep hike. What exactly happened? Heading out over Bishop Pass off the JMT, I just got a wild hair up, up my butt and wanted to just do some cross country and kind of mix things up a bit and just ended up slipping on a, a loose wet rock and landed right on my uh, side of my ribs. And it was, it was enough to, it almost knocked me unconscious. It was that, it was that much just impact. Ouch. Yeah. That Not, sounds gnarly. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of trouble breathing for the next couple of days. If um, you had to say you had like one piece of gear, clothing or shoes that stood out, what what would you mention? I would say the Mount Laurel Designs poncho. I'm a huge fan now. Oh, the poncho tarp. Poncho tarp. Wow. Oh, so that's it. what you used the entire uh 485 miles. Yeah. No rain gear, no no uh, enclosed tarp, just just me in the poncho tarp. How many hours per day were you hiking? I think I was putting in, I would usually get hiking around 6 to 10 or 11. So probably about 17 hours. Wow. That each that, day. That's, yeah, I can see why you'd carry three pounds of food per day. to, to yeah. I mean, to hike for 17 hours day in, day out for 10 plus days in a row, you've kind of got to have those calories just constantly coming in yeah yeah i was feeling it so i read your longest day was actually your last day you did 53 miles um what kept you going ice cream was on my mind quite a bit there and not having to wake up the next day really early was really good incentive it just felt silly to stop three or four or five miles short um so i just knew that day even when I was playing, I knew that day was just going to be long no matter what. Was that your longest day ever, or have you actually done a longer day than 53 miles on a different trail? Yeah, that, that's my longest day to, uh, day to date. I did a 50 on the PCT and another 50-mile day just randomly. Wow. But, yeah, that's my current longest day. Did you puke at any point on the CT? <laughs> no, no. I can honestly say no. That's good. Yeah. 
That's really good. Uh, and, and sleep- Unsupport it and unpuked, I think, <laughs> should be noted. Yeah, actually, that might be a record unto itself. <laughs> so talk to me about sleep deprivation. How bad did it get? I mean, obviously, you were, you were putting in really long days, and you were getting up early. Um, any delirium out there? The, the night hiking started getting to me towards the end. Um, just the, the loss of depth of field when you're traveling in an illuminated tunnel um, just does tricks with your minds and you start seeing trails. And there's a lot of times where I just have to stop and kind of gather myself before I kept going. But yeah, the last couple of days was just a lot, of, a lot of time spent in the dark. You actually got to the Junction Creek Trailhead in Durango and finished your hike at 12.35 in the morning. What was that like, actually, you know, breaking the record and showing up at this trailhead after midnight? It was kind of what I expected. You know, no no one was there. The stars were out, and, you know, there was no parade or anything. And uh, I just got to the trailhead and took a look around. And mostly I was just trying to find a place to sleep for that night because right when you get there, it says no camping. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's just a little bit of sigh of relief and took the, you know, the requisite photos and video and kind of patted myself on the back. What was the first thing you did the next morning? I hitched into town, yeah. got a hotel room, and got some ice cream and just laid on the bed for a while. So I saw a photo of the clogged shower drain at your hotel. Tell me about that. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. There's not much hair on my head. So there must have just been a lot of dirt on my body. A lot. Um, I think like chocolate milk. Yeah. I have no idea what clogged the the drain, but uh, it was not going down. How does the Colorado Trail compare to other trails you've hiked? I will honestly say I was a little bit let down by the Colorado Trail. Um, There's a lot of sections where it stays below tree line, I think, unnecessarily. And there's a... A very long section when you get to Twin Lakes where it just parallels uh, whatever highway that is that goes to Buena Vista. Right. Or it could just stay in the higher along the divide there. Um, I think there's better options where it's routed. What do you think about the San Juans? Uh, that is definitely the, the crown jewel of the Colorado Trail. Yeah, uh, I, I'd agree. Like section over and over. Did you see any signs that were tagged with embrace the brutality <laughs> fortunately no i was i was keeping an eye out for it good good i'm sure Delo doesn't know anything about that um <laughs> we had a question from mags and he asked what is your favorite beer on trail or just post trail i'm gonna be uh the bear of bad news but uh you I, don't drink the beer I do not drink at all wow okay yeah. just some amish blood in here somewhere Man, I, I I think like 300 people just all of a sudden clicked off the the podcast I, and they, oh. they they bailed on you, dude. You're never going to hit 10,000 hits now <laughs> by the end of the year. <laughs> well, I'm sure Mags is shedding a tear right now, but anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. What is your um favorite long trail? If you uh, had, if you had to pick yeah. one, gun to your head. I'm going to say Hayduke Trail. Really? Yeah, really scenic. It's a good challenge. Lots of cross country, uh, and just something totally different. It's it's a totally different perspective of being in a canyon versus, you know, endless mountain views. It's it's on my list, but it's way off in the distance. Have you done the whole thing? Uh, I did. Yeah, 
Oh, cool. Last question. Do you have any sponsors or anything you want to plug? Uh, I'd love to give a thanks to uh, Mount Laurel Designs for the, the poncho tarp. And um, Granite Gear has been a, a great help providing a pack and climate with their, their sleep system and catabatic. Uh, and then I had a lot of food companies that were generous enough to support or donate some gluten-free products. Um, so like Udi's and, and Kind Bars and Alpinair Foods were really great help coming through on the food scene. Pepper, a big round of applause to you on an amazing accomplishment. You're amazing, dude. Completely Thanks. amazing. Appreciate it. You can check out the blow-by-blow -blow account of Pepper's speed record setting hike on the CT at seanforry.com. That's S-H-A-W-N-F-O-R-R-Y.com. Hey, Pepper, have a good one, and we'll talk to you later. Great. Thanks a lot. Let's go. Later. Bye. Pepper rocks. Um... But he doesn't drink beer. I know, okay, I, I know, it's I, tough. I was crying well, he's, he's Amish. He's maybe, Amish. Maybe he's not Amish. That's what he said. He, he said was he had some joking. Amish blood. No, stop it. Really? Come on. Maybe this really? is a growler speaking. Okay, Udi's is great and everything, but like he mentioned that he doesn't drink. And he had a bunch of gluten-free products. Yeah. What, what are you thinking, P.O.D.? I'm thinking that I have a lot of she-hiker friends that are heartbroken right now. Because oh. they were thinking that maybe the opportunity would present itself. <laughs> To like get Sean Forey, aka Pepper Paw, you know, having a few drinks. Not gonna happen. You know what I'm Not saying? Well, does he drink wine? He doesn't do beer. But no, he alcohol. Alcohol. no, no alcohol. No alcohol at all. I know, Mags. It's hard for you to fathom that there's people. Out there. Mags, the Amish. He's, he, he's <laughs> well, apparently I'll, he's Amish and he doesn't drink. I don't so do hard liquor a lot, but yeah. beer, wine. No, I, and it's fine. I, it's fine. You know. I just know that I, I I know personally of several she hiker friends that were. Uh, Enamored. Interested in going down that path. Let's just leave it at that. With Pepper Paw. With Pepper Paw. Pepper, you hear that, dude? You hear but, that? Should I give out Pepper's email address? But it's a little more intimidating, <laughs> you know, if they don't drink at all, you know. Oh, I thought of Should I give out his phone number, maybe a social security number for the, the I ladies? thought of our next no. contest. Yeah. Who? Win a date with Pepper Paw. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know if he'd be into that. For charity. We can ask him. Yeah. Or how about this? Hike a 50-mile day with Pepper Paw. Oh, that's great. That sounds awesome. You'll start hiking at 6 in the morning, and you won't stop until 11 at night. So speaking of beer, three of the four members of the trail show attended the Great American Beer Festival this past weekend. Unfortunately, Max was at Ikea that day, so he couldn't go. What's that? You were at Ikea that day, so Yes, Ikea, and I was meditating Followed by um, giving driving lessons. No. Just to give you a, a little idea of what the Great American Brew Fest is all about, I'm, we're talking 500 breweries show up, and there's over 4,000 different beers there being poured and ready to be tasted by anybody who's got a glass in their hand. How many beers do you think you guys tasted, D'Lo? I think I tasted about 2,700. P.O.D.? I, I have no idea. And speaking of... I had this idea that I was going to keep track, and that ended after like... Really? You thought you would keep track? I yeah, had no I plans. I don't know. No, and they're one-ounce no, tastings. None such plans. Well, if you're a dude, they're one They are one-ounce tastings. tastings, but towards the end, they were like two to three or ounce Or if you're tastings. a woman. Yeah. Can, so you have that magic ability. When they start pouring, I'm like, come on, dude. I'm a girl. Let's Let's fill that up. So... We had tickets for the noon to 4 p.m. tasting on Saturday. Which is a very odd time of the day 
to drink a lot of beer. <laughs> it's really fun. It, it was really Strange fun, though. time of the day. And the best part is that we actually had an audio recorder with, with us, and I'm going to play a little bit of audio from the second half of our tasting there. D'Lo, let's see if you remember this. I probably don't. Uh, Dilo, what do you think about the girl that's like two people in front of us? I, I think she has to be breastfeeding simply because her bosom is exploding outside of her <laughs> clothing. Yeah, it, it's almost like a, a platter of... Oh, for the children to eat the milk. <laughs> or from out about it. Yeah, we're going to have to bleep out that whole thing. So that was uh, one of our brief clips there from the I, Great I, American I remember Beer that. Fest. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I re- I, I, Her outfit was impressive. It was like the the beer wench outfit. The vis- right. But the visual, I'm I'm immediately recording, like remembering the visual of just like billowing breasts coming out oh, of the it was shirt. over the top of the magnificent. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. Are we talking like a stereotypical like Bavarian? Yes, St. Pauli girl kind of. Yes, but, but That's more the than St. Pauli girl. I mean, it was billowing. It was like billowing. Billowing. billowing it was hard billowing to not. Yeah. It was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was billowing bosoms. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. One of the beers that all three of us liked was it was a, a gingerbread ale. Do you I feel guys remember so that? left out. And D'Lo, I'm cry now. D'Lo in particular took a liking to the gingerbread ale. Let's go to a clip. Tell me about your beer. Oh my God, it's nuts, man. It's Christmas in a cup. A cup of overflowing Christmas cheer. Jubilant tide. <laughs> Are you going to celebrate Christmas with a wheelo? Yes. I'm working. Hey, Everybody listen Bleep. listen to P, listen to POD's voice. Listen to I didn't, I listen didn't to how even, listen wait, to your voice. Wait, no no no. I, wait, I We're I, taking Willow back to New York to spend a lot of time with his parents. Grandparents. His parents live in New York. His grandparents live in New York. His parents live in Colorado. We're going back to, to New York to take him to visit his grandparents because they would like to see him, the little child that is Willow, my son. <laughs> It's a Goose Island gingerbread ale. That's what Dilo's been drinking. Hence the uh, the trouble with with the vocabulary at the moment. Christmas in a cup. <laughs> but wow, he, he that was so dramatic. What's what happens when you drink but, like, beer? But you sound dramatic. Right. This is years. my child, and for my child it shall be. And I will present him to the world. For this is my child. You know, I'm gonna have to you, isolate that for the next show. When you started playing that clip. I thought it was the girl pouring that was no, interviewing that was you. <laughs> you sounded like one of my East Coast relatives. Would you like some beer, honey? I know. Yeah, I didn't what e- was up with that, P.O.D.? I did not recognize my voice at all. That's We're going to call you Flo from it, now It was like nasal, a little nasal. Like, you have kind of a deep voice, and that was kind I of do? like on the, on the high, high was, octave. You know what? But that was probably let's, about 3 hey, o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that, that was like 3.15, Let's call spade a spade, and let's just go ahead and say that my voice in that clip was... Shrill and annoying. <laughs> As I said, like some of my East Coast relatives. But anyway. Yeah, that was tough to listen to. I can't believe that was me. That Maj, was I'm soaking my hands in it. Yeah, and it was just so shrill. It, it was a little shrill. But man, that man. gingerbread ale was good. It's like Christmas in a cup. Yeah, thank, thank, thank goodness we were all drinking because Jubilant if we had been tide. sober and I'd been talking like that, I'm pretty sure I'd have a black eye. And my goal for next year is to have all four of us there. Yeah, and we're actually mm. going to have a microphone. It's going to be better audio. Mm. Pod, don't try to play. Don't play coy. You you got into it. Yeah, I, do you, do I need you know, to play that clip again? Things could change. Uh, oh. 
Uh, All right, let's move on. Moving right along. (laughs) So, Mags, you read a book recently, right? (laughs) I I read a book. My first. I only read one book in my life. I guess which book it was. Um, Was it uh, "Walk in the Woods" by uh, Bill Bryson? Um, That that was my first book. I'm sorry. My second book. Okay. Was this little-known independent publishing book? No kidding. It's Wild by Cheryl Strayed. It's been blowing up the, the top ten charts for about three months and, now. And it's funny you mentioned Bill Bryson's book because it kind of is to the PCT what Bill Bryson was to the AT. Yeah. And for our listeners out there, the two who haven't heard of this book, Wild by Cheryl Strayed is kind of an account of hiking the Pacific Crest Trail in 1995. Uh, it, was, it blew up because Oprah picked that as the inaugural version of a reborn book Oprah's club. book club. Yep, first pick of a reborn book club i tell you what if you're an author born again book club born again book club if you're an author and your book gets chosen for her book club you got about one month and you can call it good and head out to australia yeah. and, and then retire. Give, give advice on npr about what kind of hiking boots you should wear oh, or just she did move, that? move to pennsylvania Apparently. with the amish yeah yes. whatever you want to do yeah whatever you're interested she was giving yeah. out hiking advice on npr apparently. i did not know that talk what? to talk to trainer she'll give you an earful oh well tell us about the book well there's two ways of looking at the book from okay. a through-hiker's viewpoint and from a non-through-hiker's viewpoint. From a non-through-hiker's viewpoint, I can see why people liked it. It was like a, a lifetime movie in a book. Yeah. And yeah. It, it followed the arc of all these through-hiker books. She str- had some struggles. She bought this really expensive, weird gear from REI. Okay. She got on the trails harder than she thought. She hiked. She met some crazy, colorful characters. She came over these obstacles, and she finished. And now, T-Dub said it was really well written. It was very well written. She's yeah. a professor. It was very well written. I can see why people liked it. But from the Thruhager's perspective, well, and she never claimed anything she didn't. She went on a journey in the Pacific Crest Trail. That's right. what she did. Right. And she never claimed anything differently. So I'm not going to... Like, it's funny. You read the Amazon reviews, some of the Thruhagers. Well, I thruhiked the Pacific Crest Trail. Yeah. Right. It's like, get over yourself. Too. Yeah, exactly. exactly. A lot of people have thruhiked the Pacific Crest Trail. Go hang out with Big the Amish. Deal. Yeah. Go yeah. Hang out with the Amish people. Cheryl. Tilo's into this Amish thing. Yeah. We're going to work it. We're gonna he work likes it. churning yeah. butter or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> working working oh. with wood. Whoa, with whoa. Mind. Hey, man, let's Uh-oh. keep this family friendly, please. Hey, hey. But, you know, she never said anything differently. She wanted a journey. <laughs> Is that a reference to the uh, um, the Dodgers football game from tonight? Yes. And, Soccer. And, and Mr. Biggerstaff. <laughs> oh, Mr. Biggerstaff. Congrats Mr. again, by the way. Yeah. Woohoo. But she had a journey to the Pacific Crest Trail. It's all she claimed she did. It was a very yeah. high snow year. And yeah. cool. She did what she wanted to do. But it's just really funny reading these Amazon reviews. Because, yeah, you threw a hit the Pacific Crest Trail. Great. That was your journey. This is a different journey. Yeah. Now, now, Max, I made it through maybe the first third of the book. Okay. And I thought it was a very, so far it's been a very enjoyable read. Like you said, cool. I, I learned about the strife in Cheryl's life. Very dramatic, very interesting reading. Lifetime movie of the week. Yeah. Here she is in Mojave in a cold air-conditioned motel room about to get on the Pacific Crest Trail. Gets on the Crest Trail at 11 in the morning. Not the time of the Ooh, day you want to start. Bad bad idea. Yeah. Mojave. She was only 25, 26, never really backpacked. She camped, did some outdoor stuff in her childhood, but never really backpacked, right. never mind through-hiked. But yeah, so the hiking, hiking-wise, so far, as a hiker, I'm looking, reading it going, ooh, Yikes! Oh my goodness! But as a just somebody who's just reading a story, it's very good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard it was really well written and a great story. And um, I think the only concern is that semi recently she was on NPR giving out hiking advice and hasn't been on the trail in a while. I was talking talking about leather boots, getting their leather boots fitted and whatnot. Um, 
You know, my whole thing is that um, I heard that Reese Witherspoon bought the rights to the movie. Yes. So I can't wait for her to cast me in the starring role. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Of the hiker. Absolutely. I, I can picture you. You can email POD at. That's right. POD at thetrailshow.com. She's accepting Apple, you know, whatever you want to do, right. she's available. I'm a through hiker. I can pretend to be, um, you know. A drug. At, wasn't there drugs or heroin? She, she or? was. Yes, she did some heroin. And by her own admission, she was sleeping around a lot doing. Oh, lot, doing yeah, heroin. That's, that's an easy role. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey now. But but here's the thing though: it followed the arc of a lot of books, <laughs> and I'm not getting. I don't get into the schmaltzy. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me. I mean, my gut feeling, Mags, it's not schmaltzy. <laughs> no. The guy's just not schmaltzy. I'm not. I'm, no, right. Nobody's ever schmaltzy. called him schmaltzy. Nobody ever will. Is that spelled with an A or a U? What, schmaltz? U. Okay. Not schmaltz. Schmaltz. Fair so oh, schmaltz. That's, I, you're thinking of schmutz, which is different. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm actually schmaltz. not going to read the book. I'm actually waiting for the movie to come out. And, Wait, starring his you wife. Know, it, starring his wife. <laughs> starring my wife. That's P-O-D. why I'm waiting for the, the movie. But yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys... I'll do a movie review when the movie comes out. I just... I've read so many through hiker well, books. I'll finish I just... reading this for uh, next month's show. Okay. okay can cool. But here, here's a little side note, though. So we saw Yogi. She was in town recently. She was halfway through her CDT hike. She was saying how normally she hasn't sold out of all her books, PCT handbooks by this point. Huh. She already sold out of all of her PCT handbooks. Oh, yeah. Uh, because yeah. of the book. The Let book. Me, how, Sweet. What kind of an upsurge is the PCT going to see next year? It's hard to tell, but I, I think it might see a lot of uh, loose women heroin users <laughs> <laughs> who are well, trying to make oh, men's... Wow. That'll and, be good you know, for the rest of the You can send hate mail to DLO <laughs> at thetrailshow.com. But you know what's going to happen? You're going to see a lot of people, much like seeing walk in, or read Walk in the Woods, rather. And they say, oh, this sounds so great and beautiful. Have you read that book, uh, Wild by Strayed Cheryl? Yeah. yeah. And they're going to get on the trail and realize, damn, it's hot out here. I there's little water. walk every day. And there's no shower. I mean, the romanticism versus the reality. Sure. A lot of people are romantics and they'll get yeah. out there. And some of those people, you know, they're going to have enough grit and determination. They're going to yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I think a large – it's going to become more like AT through hike attempt percentages. Yeah. You Roughly a third of people maybe who – just for a couple of years. Yeah. Just, again, it will settle down. Yeah, let's but, just hope that Europeans don't read that book because the idea of not taking a shower every day is going to kill them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. European style hiking. That's right. Where's my wine and bread and exactly. cheese? And my roof and overhead my at night. Meats. The refugio. But – Personally, I give the book three out of five stars. It wasn't the worst book I ever read, but it didn't like <laughs> that. Wow, man, you're really <laughs> wow. selling that book there, Bags. This is my honest opinion. <laughs> okay, I got told I'm too blunt at times. Go figure. Yeah. So three out. Of, it's not. It was enjoyable, but it wasn't like oh wow, this is the best book ever. Right. A little yeah. side plot. Best book I ever read about through hiking a trail. Off the beaten path. Exactly. By um, Ruben. Yeah. Um, Ruben. That's yeah. my uncle. No, 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 not Uncle Ruben, but oh, I, Richard Ruben. I think was, uh, we we should be. Able I to, apologize to the author, we'll, but we'll on the beaten path, yeah. it, it was written by a professional author as well. Yeah, for a brief while, he was the you know, chief editor of the Appalachian Trail Newsway. Yeah, hmm. and it's just a very good book about the through hiking experience. Very well written. It's per, my personal favorite. Do I hear a sitar? You do. And when we get back, bunch of hippies, we'll have Scott Harris tales from the trails. Let's go to break.
Broadcasting live from 5,400 feet above sea level, it's the Trail Show. And we're back. Right now, let's get into Scott Harris, Tales from the Trails. You know, I had heard that the southern and or western part of Maine that the AT runs through is one of, if not the toughest stretches of the entire trail. After doing the 31-mile chunk between Grafton Notch and Gorham, southbound, I, along with my joints and tendons, can say that opinion is absolutely correct. It's not that it's excruciatingly tough. It's just that what with the steepness, slickness, and extreme rootiness, it takes a hell of a lot longer than your average 31-mile chunk. It took a nasty fall my third day out after misjudging the strength of a low-lying branch I thought looked stout enough to withstand my mere 187 pounds of mean muscle and grit. I still have the bruise on my upper right arm. That makes me look like a last placer in a noogie, a noogie contest. Noogie contest. Ran into Ogre, Kazoo, and Radio, who have combined lost the equivalent weight of a big NFL linebacker right around 270 pounds. Good job, boys. Damn. Wow. Started hiking with a couple of Southbounders named Biggie Smalls and U-Haul, no doubt the same U-Haul from last year's film. Biggie had only been on trail for over 220 miles and had already lost close to 60 pounds. He started out right around 325. Wow. Our second night out, we ended up sharing a shelter with a group of failed German teenagers who thought it would be a good idea to get up at 4.30 a.m. and start flapping their gums. Fortunately, they understood the English phrase, shut the hell up. <laughs> Included in this junk is the much-talked-about and feared Mahusig Notch, a mile-long jumble of boulders that is easily the slowest-traveled bit of the AT. No, I loved it. It was, by comparison to the other bits of the 31 miles, one of the easiest since you only had the choice of taking your time with it, or you could easily end up breaking a much-needed bone here and rupturing a useful tendon there. I got some GoPro footage. will hopefully be riveting. The three of us ended up at the White Mountain Lodge and Hostel on the outskirts of Gorham, New Hampshire, conveniently located right on the trail. I looked out and got the Hasselhoff Suite, which boasts a cutout of David H. that the owner willfully, mind you, and on camera, revealed that he had goaded a couple of thru-hikers to actually steal. Apparently there's been a nationwide rash, which is also a good name for a punk band, of thefts of these kitschy (laughs) objects, which boasts D.H. holding some type of coffee drink while he flashes that patented bullshit grin of his. While staying at the hospital for a couple days, it turned out that on the first day there, there were not one, not two, but three people staying there who had had a stroke in their lives, and yet were out hiking, at the very least a portion of the AT. I found this to be fairly amazing. I interviewed two of them on the second day. Obviously, it could end up in the film. Where can that film be found? Well, in, yes, shameless plug number 828. It could be in, probably in uh, February or March at uh, squatchfilms.com. Can I go over four minutes? I hope not. Goodbye. And another installment from Scott Harriet's Tales of the Trail. Next month, we're going to have Squatch on live via Skype, via satellite link, I That'll should say. That will be out of control. That will be out of wow. control. Is he allowed to drink at his parents' house? Will he be drinking? Well? Y- you'll drink have to ask him. Maybe right. his parents are out of town that night. I, I mean, heard, I Amish. think, no, I think his parents are Amish, yeah. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Amish thing again. What about Mennonite? Maybe they're Mennonite. Could be. Well, maybe tough to he tell the difference. and Peppa Paul will be drinking some tea. We can, you know. It's time to get into our segments, people. Eating some gluten-free crackers and drinking tea. Trail of the okay. month. <laughs> Mags, what are we talking about this month? I'm We're just talking kidding, Peppa Pa. I love you. When I do, Peppa Pa. And we like gluten-free people, too. That's right. So the trail of the month yes. is C-D-T. C-D-N-S-T. C-D-N-S-T. That's it. <laughs> it. It was good. Yeah. Anyway, 
The CDT, what's to say about this trail? It's the Johnny Cash of long trails. That's right. But, you know, it's... Embrace the brutality. Oh, yeah. Well, It's Delo's favorite trail. It's your favorite trail. It's P.O.D.'s favorite trail. It is not my favorite trail. Well, I don't know if it's my favorite trail, but so it's the like, one I would like to do again. You like those easier trails, do you? I, the PCT is my favorite. But we're not here to talk about the PCT. <laughs> we're here to talk about the Continental Divide Trail. Well, here's the thing, though. We were talking Yogi. And yeah. the CDT has changed in the past five years. You don't really. Say. So it, it was much, how so? It was much harder when we did it. Well, <laughs> it's never e- it's never going to be easy just because of weather conditions. But yeah. it's well more well marked. Um, the Bear Creek Survey maps have okay. really been a game changer. Um, they're the ones who did the Colorado Trail maps as well. Right. Extremely well. What's really happening now? People take the Bear Creek Survey maps for the quote unquote official trail. Okay. And they take the JLA maps for scenic alternates. Oh. And it's, again, more well-marked. So they're carrying two sets of maps now? Some do. Well, well, no. They and, pr- and there's a GPS track that I've heard some people are strictly, no map, no paper maps at all, just GPS. It, it's never going to be easy, but it's easier than even four or five years ago. What, what do you think, Dila? What happens when your batteries die on your yeah, GPS? I was just unit, thinking man. the same That's a good question. Thing. Man, oh, man. I mean, but, I wouldn't personally feel comfortable with... Hiking a 3,000-mile trail with just a GPS unit, but some people would, are 2,400 miles. I yeah. would feel comfortable hiking that trail with just paper and no GPS. Yeah, yeah. I would too. Yeah. That's a, Mapping that's compass. How, Mapping yeah. compass. That's how we did it. Yeah. No GPSs. Back when it was a lot harder, right, Dua? <laughs> Wait, where's my GPS unit? Well, my... you know, we kind of skipped ahead. We should, for the, for the, again, the two listeners of the trail show, I don't know what the CDT is. It's the, what, you know, where, cons- where's my GPS what unit? What about my mine? GPS unit, Mike? So yeah. the CDT, Continental <laughs> Divide Trail, more or less is on the Continental Divide or parallels it. Right. Um, it's roughly 70% done. And it's um, there's the designated route by the Forest Service, but there's also some alters that many people take, like in the Winds or the Gila. Yeah. And I should say there's two great websites for information on it. The Continental Divide Trail Society, uh, cdtsociety.org by Jim Wolf, is more of a hiker perspective. Right. Then there's a new group that kind of the ashes of Colorado Trail, Trail Divide Alliance. The CDTC. Yeah, Colorado Divide Trail Coalition. Wait, which, what, is which one was that again? Continental. I'm oh, sorry. Content, <laughs> too many darn acronyms. I know, right? CDTC, Continental Divide Trail Coalition. Yes. And you can find them at... You can find the link in my notes Continentaldividetrail.org. Yep. And they've got a calendar coming out, Mags, that Ooh. I heard you might have a couple of photos. Well, Is it the got, shameless plug? Well, I gotta, the CDT. I got to give a plug to my good buddy here, Disco. He wait, had wait. a photo published. What? Yeah, you Bind- had, binders. We can't plug each other. You had, like t- you had like 10 photos. No, published. not 10 photos. Okay. It was a lot. It was almost like binders full of photos. <laughs> Yeah. I, I was actually a little embarrassed. I'm like, because I know there's a lot of people taking some great photos, and I just made yeah. it 15. Yeah, but they, yours are the best. You but got an eye for it, it Mags. Own, own it. it. Own it, dude. You, well, you, thank you. You're, good, you're good with com- the camera. It comes from his Amish roots. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amish thing again. Huh? It's yeah. a little known Italian Amish. We, we beat Nick to death. <laughs> the, Should we stop? The, Should we stop with so. the Amish? No, no, I like it. Yeah. The, but I also like the Italian Amish. I didn't know about this. We don't churn butter. We stomp grapes. There's a bumper sticker right there, man. That's right. Um, the but, Italian Amish. Yeah. Get into it. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Continental Divide Trail. Well, anyway, we kind of went off on a tangent. Go Johnny Cash of Trails? 
Maybe not the Johnny Cash or Trails anymore. What are we? What? Are what? We, really? What? What did Yogi say? It's Johnny. Oh, never mind. What is it like? The Axl Rose of Trails? No, 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 no. It's it's still a beautiful trail. It's just different than it was even three, four. But what does that mean? What does that mean? It's just more well marked, more resources. You would like it better now. So (laughs) D'Lo hiked the CDT in oh five and two thousand. Oh yeah, that's right, two thousand. The three of us hiked it in oh six. So here we are, six years later, and I guess it's more laid out. It's more defined. It's more maintained. More resources. More resources. Such as maps and GPS tracks. What about Trail Angels in the yeah? What about infrastructure? Yeah, what's the infrastructure? I think there's more. Like there's that gentleman on the Columbus route. Gentleman. Uh, Keith Schwartz. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. So I mean, it's (laughs) bigger stuff. Bigger staff? <laughs> I, I can't that. imagine the trail is any easier, though, six years no, later. Of course. No, it's not easier. That's what I'm saying. Exertion to hike this trail. Abs- and the weather the Pacific patterns. Crest Trail is substantially easier simply because of the well-gradedness of the trail. Exactly. It's... Whereas one might argue that the Appalachian Trail, in certain sections, such as that 31 section up there. In, in you the say Amish, it like a southerner. The Amish section of Maine, where Squatch was at. The Amish section? <laughs> Snuck that in again. Yeah, what's up with that? You know, dude? that's one of the most difficult stretches of trail, but anywhere in the United I, States. I sure. think that regardless of how difficult a trail is, it being marked or unmarked inherently adds to the struggle on the certainly, trail. Certainly. I mean, so oh, yeah. I think if it's hard, but it's like not only is it steep and crazy, and you're hiking through burrs, but there's also no trail. That's one thing. But when you know you're on the trail, I mean, that takes. That takes part of the struggle out. A yeah, huge you don't, you don't part even of the need struggle. To carry maps. No, it's yeah. not anywhere near that. Yeah, point. I don't think so. I'm again. It's not. I haven't hiked big, uh, big stretches of it in a while. It's not any easier by sure. any stretch. It's not easy. It's just navigational challenges aren't quite as bad as they were even six years ago. Okay, five. It's just you know Bear Creek maps are here are just awesome, and the GPS tracks with the JLA alternates. Right. Now, if you take alternate routes, that's another ball of wax. But If you want to see what the CDT was like six years ago, I made a little documentary about it called The Walkumentary, which you can check out at thewalkumentary.com. And I've actually got the video up on Vimeo. You can stream it or download it at your leisure. Mr. Mags over here has a CDT... Um, quick and dirty guide. Quick and dirty guide, which you can check out at pmags.com. Is it updated? Is it current? I just updated it last night. Oh, wow. wow. I knew we were doing that. And if, I'm going to pat myself wow. in the back here. It's not meant to be an exhaustive guide. It's sure. just a – because all these big trails, they have so much information. Yeah. And yeah. this is just true. a quick way. Just it's to, a distilled version. Yeah. yeah. Where do I start? Boom. Here you go. Yeah. And that's what – and Boom. And also out there, John Lay's maps, which we referenced earlier, you can get those at uh, flumpf.com, which is P-H-L-U-M-F dot C-O-M. And it's like the sound snow makes when it falls. Where do I start? Kaboom. Bow. Bing. Ow. Bada boom. (laughs) Bada bing. And PCTHandbook.com Yogi puts out a great... um, Her CDT guidebook is fantastic. It's a combination town guide slash planning guide. So and the Bear Creek map. Check it out. Really good things about too. Come on, Pod. All right, so, let's get back in the game. I guess she just powered down. So people. summarize the trail. Too, too many plugs. It's not. It may be slightly easier, but still the most difficult. The big three trails and it's just yeah. absolutely beautiful and wild in many places. If you have a chance, do it. Do it. Check it out. You know. Whatever, you get out there for a week. Go out two to, weeks. Go out there with a map. D'Lo and Mags have been doing, or you guys used to do a little trail maintenance on the CDT, correct? Well, we do trail maintenance. I do at least 
Well, he does his backyard I've now. I've been doing a lot of trail maintenance in my backyard. <laughs> the flagstone path. I saw those photos, man. Personally, work and I backyard. didn't get to do it this year, but I like to do at least equivalent one week a year of trail work on weekends. Sure. Hmm. Good, good uh, goal. Come over this weekend, Max. <laughs> Dilo has some I trail work. work. I got some trail work lined he's up for you. He's got a flagstone path I'll out back. You, you come over tomorrow, you'll see it on my driveway. You can help me out with some trail work. <laughs> All right. In Dilo's backyard. So is that a National Scenic Trail? We can invite people over to your backyard to walk. Call whatever you want. Call whatever you want. <laughs> Let's get into Ask a Hiker with Mike DiLorenzo. What do you guys feel about that? Sure. Why All not? Right. For this segment of Ask a Hiker, I got some music for you while you're reading the question. So I'm going to go ahead and cue it up. Oh, there's going to be music while I read my questions. Just while you read, okay. not, not while we discuss our answer. Okay. All right, ahead, so sir. this here is the first question. Christian Lowe writes via email. How the heck do people manage to go hiking for long distances, especially with families? I would, love thing, I would love nothing more than to go hiking for four months in the AT, but I just can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> well, you just hike a little Wait, bit. Hold on. I'm oh, 33 years old, married, two kids, and unfreakingly, freaking fortunately work all the time. Wow. S- sad, sad face. Wow. Well, mm. Christian. Too much working. I hate to break it to you, buddy. I think the sad truth is that we all decided to go hiking before we had families. Ooh, yeah, sorry, buddy. I, I think it's true. Because even if I was powerful and strong like Gordon David Biggerstaff, <laughs> I would not take my three-month-old son, stuff him in a backpack, and hike 20 miles per day with him. With because, fried chicken because and coffee. first of all, I mean, seriously, first of all, the little guy, he'd get really hungry and he'd be very upset. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I don't think he'd like being stuffed in a backpack. Gordon, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It'd be uncomfortable for him. And thirdly, the little man weighs 15 pounds. And that's oh, wow. my sub 8 pound ultra lightweight base weight. Did I get that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Sounds right. good. Sounds so my, my sub ultra, ultra, my sub. Wow, you're struggling, bro. Yeah. So I think the answer is yeah. that we all went hiking beforehand. But, you know, if you can just get your wife on board, you know, maybe. Hey, I've take seen turns. families. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen families or, or out on the turns. trail. I saw a family with. Uh, Donkeys. I did too. Yep. Donkeys? Yep. Yeah. What, what do you mean? They're from Leadville, Borros. Colorado. They're from Leadville, Colorado. Yeah, we met them and too. And they uh, went out and maybe they hiked They hiked in 2005. Maybe they were out there in 2006. Yeah, oh, they were out in 2006. We didn't yeah, meet the them. family. The yep. family. Yeah. yeah. They called them. Uh, but their kids, their, not, their kids were not Oh, they were called the Lewises and uh, their trail name was the Lewasses. I think they, they were, were from with, BV. Uh, yeah. yeah, Buena Vista, Leadville, something like that. Yeah, Buena, Buena Vista. Yeah. They were from BB. There, there's yeah. this really good book called Scraping Heaven. I was just going to say that. Cindy oh, Ross. P.O.D. Uh-huh. loves it. Yeah. I do love it. Yeah, about hiking the CDT as a family over, what, three, four years? Hmm. I think it was five years, actually. Okay. Yeah, and when they started, their youngest was in diapers. Wow. And I think... The other- so, so they did put the youngest in a pack with fried chicken and chocolate they for They did. Yeah. Yep. And coffee. <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, David Biggerstaff. Oh. Sorry, but you guys I, are confused. I think, too, if you're willing to negotiate some time, to, it might be hard with really small children once your children are, say, Look, 10 or 11. I think, what's his name? Gordon David Biggerstaff. Gordon David Biggerstaff, you need to have your wife email to ask a she-hiker about, what if my husband wants to go f- hike for four months? You know, Ooh, what should go. I do about this? Tell her to, to email me. Hey, or ask a she hiker. Hey, real quick, let's weigh in. How about the Strange Brewing Company's Epiphany IPA? What do you guys think? 
Delicious. I'm all in. This is oh, yeah, it's a super delicious. smooth IPA. I, I like the farmhouse better. Well, I, the, yeah. the farmhouse I like the is farmhouse fantastic. Better. I think the I, I like a little bit more of a bitter hoppy IPA. Yeah, this is a lot more smooth, smooth. for an IPA. It's smooth for an IPA. It is. Well, uh, moving wh- on. Why don't we get into the next question? Question number two. Ronald from Michigan asks. <gasps> Yay, tigers! With Go tigers. season coming to an end in many parts of the northern hemisphere, I'm wondering how you folks will spend your time in the off season. <gasps> My guess is that you'll oh, be no. reading plenty of coffee table mountain picture books, catching up on blogs, <laughs> and watching books? trail videos. At least that's how me and my hiking crew deal with winter oh. in Michigan. How do you guys handle it? Mags, if I may. Oh, oh. Well, uh. Ronald, if I may speak for Paul Mags Magnanti, who I'm actually trying to be silent right now. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Did I refer to him by his real name? I'm getting sorry about I'm that. getting excited, dude. Yikes. Yeah. Anyways, Uh-oh. but if I may speak for the lad. I tuned my skis. I know that he would no. say that winter is one of his favorite times of the I year. I hate you guys. It is the, as it is the three That's to four months that you can get out ski touring, Back which country. is like hiking on All skis. All right. I'm, I'm going to squash this combo right no. now. No. Backcountry skiing This is, is not awesome. a freaking ski show, man. It's on I'm the not, trail. I'm not talking. We are not talking about... Backcountry skiing, hey, cross-country. Hey, this is a question. Easy. This is a question. Okay, go ahead. Relax. Relax. Yeah, easy now. Yikes, have another drink. Yeah. Yeah, I'll play some Namaste, music. dude. Namaste. Okay. All right, question number three, since we gave Ronald his answer. Me speaking for Mags. Backcountry skiing. This is an- another gentleman from the country of Facebook. Richard Kenyon writes, Why is it that a true hiker is always looking forward to the next town? Not as what is ahead, not what is ahead before that town comes. Yeah, we talked about this question, and I don't think that that's necessarily true. Well, well I think it, it comes it, down to this. There's some assumptions made in that question. Well, yeah. it's the main it's the main principle of life, namely that the grass is always greener on yeah. the other side. Yeah, I, but I, I get it. I gotta say that when we were in the CDT, we definitely looked forward to town because, especially in the beginning, we were suffering with the heat and the no water and like the insane bugs. We definitely looked yeah. forward to town because it was hard. But on the PCT, we spent one night in a hotel from start to finish. So there and, you go. And I think it depends on the trail too. The AT, it's very much a social trail. Right. Yeah. So you're you're loving the beauty of the Appalachians and the whites or what have you, but you also want to be in it's town. It's a rolling party. It yeah. is. You see your friends. It's a ro- it's a linear summer camp. Yeah. But I don't think that hikers are necess- all hikers are necessarily looking forward to it. I think there's definitely a large contingent of people. Maybe I shouldn't say large. There's definitely some hikers that love being in town. And I think yeah. that's the case. T- take the Amish Trail, for example. On the Amish Trail, <laughs> oh. a lot of people are really into getting to the next town to get into the work that the Amish are expecting them to do as part of their... Oh, you know what I read so. about today? Oh, man. This is a real trail in Israel. It's Let's cool. just listen to some music. No, no. This is a real trail. <laughs> the Israeli National Trail? No, it's called the Jesus Trail. <laughs> what? Well, Unlike the Amish Trail, which I just made up. But oh, the Jesus wow. Trail. All it's right, 60 uh, miles, and it goes from Nazareth to Carpenter. It follows the biblical path that Jesus supposedly took. Really? It's roughly 60 miles. Are Francisco, these... you would love that. You would love that. I bet you would just be like the uh, trail you guys hiked in is Spain. There, are there all kinds of water sources that you can turn into wine? Hey, I gotta say. That'd like, be great. Wait a second. Dilo's bagging. Uh, how about a little music here? <laughs> Dilo's bagging on um, 
Pepper Paws Irish. Amish. Amish. No, Irish so Amish. He said he, he, I think he said I'm it just in jest. Saying. All right, I've had it. All right. I've had it with Ask a Hiker with D-Lo. <laughs> this segment's over. No. Moving We're moving on. on. No. We're moving on. We're going to break. <laughs> Everybody will be back shortly. <laughs> the Trail Show. Less gear. More beer. Ready. Now here they are, four hikers with 40,000 trail miles, Disco, the Princess of Darkness, Mags and D-Lo. And we're back. Woo-hoo! It's the Trail Show at thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, and Twitter at trailshow. So, so Mags, what so, do you got? Well, we weren't sure how to categorize that, but I had a particularly bad day at work because I, I tend to have Today? <laughs> every day. Oh, okay. well, just about every day. It's that a, sucks, man. Uh, you know, it's a means to an end for the next stage of my life. But that's another story. But yeah. Any, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to my through hiking roots. But in any case, so I posted what might be my dream through hike season. Okay. And, yeah. I saw that on Facebook, right? Yeah. Because it was just one of those days at work. And I said, I would love to hike the Grand Enchantment Trail in the desert southwest in the spring, followed up by the Great Divide Trail. Yeah. And the Canadian Rockies in the summer. And that's that's like, what, 800 miles, 600 miles? So we'll call it 700. 700. The Roughly, grizzly bear country. Yeah. It goes from um, Waterton, Glacier Waterton. Yeah. Basically, the CDT starts or ends. Northern Terminus. And it goes up into the Canadian Rockies just past Jasper. Oh, cool. And then, you know, the East Coast trails are beautiful in the fall and follow it by the great um, the Allegheny Trail, which hardly anyone does. We're losing D-Lo, man. He's powering down. Oh, no, and I was just j- daydreaming of my dream through hikes. But, but you know what else I'd like to do, D-Lo? You'll appreciate this. Yeah. There's the Catamount Trail, uh-huh. which is 300 miles of Nordic skiing. Whoa! And oh, parallels the long trail. I'm going to shut you guys down, I would down, love man. to do a 300-mile long ski tour. I'm going to so shut my, you guys my, down. My dream yeah. through hiking season. And that's what anyone wanted to know. Cut yeah. him off. My dream through yeah. hiking season. What, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would do laps on the Florida Trail because I'd want to see it <laughs> just in each the, and every season. Just oh, wow. No, I'd want to see it in every season, end to end. You know, do do the Florida Trail in spring, in summer. It's 1,200 miles, Because Florida in the summer is going to be great. Florida. I want to check it out. I want to see that. Relatives I want say. to see that. Drink, or that not, would be my dream through hiking season. Oranges from Florida. That's right. P.O.D. What's your dream? Drinking a liter of soda. <laughs> Beauty, do you have a dream hiking? I know you do. You dream about this stuff all the time. And it could be multiple hikes in a year. What if it's something that I don't even, I can't even fully articulate? Well, like, then it can't be on the trail well, show. Well, here's, th- here's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> My dream hike is something I haven't done yet. Okay, that's fine. And I think for me, it would be like hiking from the northern to the southern part of Chile. Ooh, Ooh, wow. Some, that's some rough country, though, man. But it's a dream through hike. It's I'm just, it's a dream. That would be, actually, okay. no. Actually, no, there is the uh, Sendero de Chile, which hey, is. Oh, uh, uh, does it have to be on a trail? I didn't realize there was. A route? No, no, route. the Sendero de Chile is uh, is a route that's planned to go the length yeah, of Chile. I know I, about I it. I don't think it's nearly complete. It's, it's not. I'm just it's saying. It's probably very CDTS. In a dream world, like, I. That part of the world yeah. really appeals to me. You could bushwhack yeah. through some yengas. Yeah, and and sweet. I speak Spanish. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm too tall to look like everyone else there, but you know. Whatever. All right, my dream hike: springtime, PCT desert. 
Mexican border to the softlies. Oh, with the wildflowers? And actually, that that is my favorite stretch of trail on any long trail I've ever been on. People think I'm nuts. No. Yeah, I, I love the desert. So I'd start out spring, Mexican border to softlies, and then summertime, I'd probably actually head up to Washington and do the PCT through Washington. I think Washington, D.C., hike through the capital. <laughs> no, 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 no D.C. Late, in late summer, I'm not looking to get there during the bug season. Not a fan. Fall, head over to the Long Trail, hike Canada to the Massachusetts border. Follow the fall foliage. Exactly. And the person who poses, we should give a quick shout-out, Ms. Garrett Christensen, a.k.a. The Onion. The oh, Onion. What's up, right. man? CDT Yo-Yo. Tra- fan of the trail show. That's right. So a little shout-out. So that was good because we Fe- all... Fellow Amish lad. Yeah, Amish. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's, he's Italian Amish. Amish. Maybe he's oh, Irish. He's not Italian Irish Amish. Amish oh, yeah. Like you mentioned before. Yeah. Interesting. So, All right. Great discussion question. Thank you. Thank you. And now it's time. I don't like the echo. Yeah. No echo for me. Thank you. What's your segment called? Ask a she hiker. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> she foiled. Well, um, I haven't had any questions posed on from the nation of Facebook. However. Did you get anything at pod at the trail show.com i did not however okay. i had people contact me personally like what postal mail text message carrier pigeon? text message carrier pigeon uh singing, amish buggy singing telegram signal mirror semaphore um, <laughs> smoke signals <laughs> smoke signals. drums we had some of those upstairs earlier today. <laughs> yeah we did we did um, yeah. there were a lot of follow-up questions regarding my suggestion from last week Oh, so, should, do we do we actually need to uh, go back in time? We do, I think. So, what did you tell folks last week? So last week, as the introduction of Ask a She Hiker, my my advice to fellow female hikers was to shave it bare. Okay. okay. And I had a lot of a lot of uh, she hikers follow up to that question. They were like, "Well, but isn't it like prickly? You know, like beard stubble." You know, akin to that when it grows back in, and um, exactly. And I guess my response to that is that razors, like a shaving, not like a what are those called? A straight edge, straight razor, not, not yeah. a straight, straight razor, safety, yeah, not a straight razor, an actual shaving razor that's it's called a safety a razor, utility knife. No. Oh, <laughs> why? Why would you go? It's there, called dude? That's, a that's safety tough. razor. A sa- is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't the, know. like your general Bic safety razor. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what they're called. I've never bought one because I just use this kind of What? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what? So <laughs> I haven't heard any complaints. Anyway, I'm just time for a new razor. I was just gonna say that that they don't weigh that much, and you know, if you just get in there and do a little maintenance here and there on the trail, which is relatively easy i've never experienced any troubles i know some other women that follow that advice have never had any troubles with prickling or whatever you want to call it so i'm still sticking to my original piece of advice yeah and i just wanted to deal with those follow-up questions about what if there's prickles and well i mean you know i have to shave like every day or two right of course. I mean, it's a normal. Right. If, if, if you're shaving anything, you get prickles. Life? Yeah, you gotta. I know, but the thing is, is that clean it up, man. But the thing is, is that so the questions, the follow-up questions were this. So you let's say you shave in town, and then yeah. let's say it's 
you know, Five six days, days or whatever town. to your next shower. Okay. Or maybe you don't even take a shower in that town. What? Like, what do you, what do you do? What's like, the point of town? So, I'm just saying that for me personally, I've found a way. It hasn't been a problem, you know. And you have to think about it. Like, yeah, if you have like stubble on your face, maybe it's itchy because it's like scratching at your chin because yeah. your face and your chin touch. But most of us <laughs> women sure. wear underwear okay. on the trail. I know this is news to we'll you guys. We'll take your word for it. So if there are if there are any pricklies, they're kind of like contained within the underwear. So mm. that's my advice. Don't worry about the prickles. Just go get, out on a limb. Get into oh, it. Get into advice. it. Don't. I, and I think you can actually take that to a kind of ge- a higher level. Really, right? In don't life. worry about the prickles. Yeah, in life, man, don't worry about the prickles, man. Yeah. That's right. That, seriously, it's just like it can't be perfect. You can't deep. be afraid of the prickles. Yeah, Embrace the prickality. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I don't freaking prickalamity me. <laughs> right. <laughs> for next episode, if anybody has questions for POD. Oh, wait. There's one other thing I wanted to cover really quickly. Yeah. <gasps> I did have one other thing that I thought of. Nobody asked me about it, but um, I was thinking about my hike on the Appalachian Trail and how there's a lot more men than women. Yes. And I ended up in these situations where there would be four of us, three guys and myself. and there mm. And there was this, like debate about who gets to sleep with a girl not like we're sleeping together like sleep sharing a bed right exactly you're in a hotel with two beds and there's four people the other the other option was if i ended up in a hotel room with myself and two dudes it was assumed that i would share a bed with one of the guys so that one of the guys could sleep by themselves male sexist because they didn't want to share a bed together and i just was thinking about that the other day and thinking to myself you know if you're a lady out on the trail and you find yourself in this situation, you need to advocate for yourself. Because you shouldn't automatically have to share a bed just because. That's right. So flip a coin, rock, paper, scissors, Rochambeau, whatever you want to do. Rochambeau. And Rochambeau. 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 And if you end up, you know, in that bed by yourself, just enjoy it. What, and what was that? Rochambeau. <laughs> why, why were you guys just chanting Rochambeau? It's Dude, not you're not you do it. Get into it. That's yeah. how you do it? That's how you do you it. You should Google it. Okay. And Google as, it, man. And as my friend MacGyver says, if, you, if you're the two dudes, it's not a big deal. It's just that it's always pole to pole or hole to hole, <laughs> but never pole to hole. <laughs> so there you go. That's a bumper sticker. Send your questions to pod at thetrailshow.com. Yeah, send me some questions. And now it's time... For Mag's Trail News. We'll start with the less controversial stuff first. So as a great art little note, Sierra, a.k.a. Monkey, through hiked the PCT at nine years old. What? Yeah. We not- met her. She was at the gathering. Youngest, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We youngest known through hiker of the really PCT. Cute. She finished and, the trail. Yeah, and a through hike. Wow. Not sec- I mean, section hiking is cool. That's a great accomplishment. She, nine it, years old. And she through hiked with her mother, Heather, a.k.a. Mama Bear. Okay. Nine years old. And she did her schoolwork while on the trail. Unreal. You know, and if you want to read about it, well worth the read. It's uh, sierrapctblogspot.com. Cool. Cool. So I encourage you to read it. Just an amazing, amazing girl who did a great thing. Uh, moving along, the CDTS, Continental Vale Trail Society, website's been totally revamped, finally. It looks really a lot more 2012-ish versus 1999 front page-esque. Right. And they're a great resource for the C I'm showing my geek. That took me back, Mags. Wow. See yeah, a website. Wow. But you've seen the CDTS website. 
Yes, it, I have. It's really, but they revamped it. It looks wow. a lot, lot cleaner, a lot easier to use. Looks great. So check it out, cdtsociety.org. On the same note, since this is the CDT month here at the Trail Show, uh, the CDTC has a completion certificate at continentaldividetrail.org. We just sent off for ours. You know, I'm not going to bother. Come on, man. Why not? It's a it's a nice certificate, a uh, nice token of your I'm sure, but I have, endeavor. The, I have the triple crown plaque. I know I've done it. Yeah, it, I mean, It's all good. Well, you know, of course you know you've done it, but I mean, you I'm know. I'm going to put it up nice. in my classroom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's an inspiration for others, Mags. It, Come on. Yeah, but it's only going to be. Inspiration. Get you know, into I it, I have bro. my triple crown plaque, and it's good, but. For those who want it, it's a cool thing. I encourage you to go to it. What is it? Five dollars are charging? Yeah, it's it's basically to cover shipping. I mean, it's yeah, five it's just bucks. enough so they don't lose money on it. I mean, they're basically at cost, and it's a nice little thing. And yeah, and, and they don't have you can do any alternate routes. You can through hike. You can section hike it. Sure. Flip flop it. It's just you've done it. It's all good. West Coast were less anal than the East Coast. Ooh, did I say that? Oh, man. You can send hate mail to mags <laughs> at thetrailshow.com. And I grew up in the East. I'm allowed to say that. That's right. Um, now, here's, again, more controversial. Drinking of Lita of soda. <laughs> so, you know the history of the Smokies. Traditionally, it's been free to get backcountry permits. Okay. Yeah. And it's free to go into the park. Sure. Due to a congressional act. Yeah. Well, starting next year, in 2013... They're going to charge $20 for a thru-hiker permit. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Here oh, we go. Oh, stop I can, it. I, I can already oh. hear the belly aching. Oh. No. Oh, my oh God. God. Now I can't do my thru-hike. I can't no, make it. No reservations <laughs> are needed. Oh, my God. I can't do the thru-hike. So, you know how it is at Glacier in Yellowstone? You have to oh, pay God. for your permit. You have to reserve. Yeah. So, it's 20 bucks. God's no res- country. No reservations needed in the Smokies, but they're going to start charging 20 bucks. And, yes, it's already, like... On White Blaze. Is Good. There's already like five pages. Oh, my God. Maybe they'll take oh, care I of can. some of those volcano privies. I that can't I do it. I can't make my through hike this year. The $20. <laughs> I can't do it. I yeah. Need, I need to spend that $20 on my GPS unit. Dila, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why why are you forcing me to? What about or, my GPS unit? Mine? Or you can do the... Oh God. Should I mention it? Do an alternate route in the 18? Do the Benton Mackay Trail? Uh, come on, man. No, no, yeah. Blue no. Blazing. Then, then you're blue through hike. Blazing. You're not, an, you're not a through hike. Your through hike would you're be blue, invalid. Blue okay. Blazing. Blue Blazing. The Benton Mackay Trail. Your through is hike awesome. would blue be invalid. Blue Blazing. As you can see, already some controversy. Blue but, Blazing. But here's the. Dot <laughs> com. Here's the really big controversy. And we, we discussed this before the show, but we got to go with it. We did? Yeah, I think you were here. Or maybe it was just Disco and I. Maybe I was upstairs making dinner. Oh. No, I think we talked about this when we were all in the room. Okay. Yeah. Here yeah. it comes. You ready, everybody? Here it comes. The Pacific Crest Trail <gasps> currently is open to equestrians. Oh, I did hear about this. And hikers only. In 1988, they were reviewing if they should allow the then growing sport of mountain biking. What? The Crest Trail. Get on the trail. What? And the Forest Service said nay. Whew. Uh, uh. Thank goodness. The mount, the mount. So every, everything's fine, right? Everything's cool. The mountain bikers are very well organized. Because this is the trail show, not the mountain bike uh, show. I'm yeah. the, but it's about the Pacific it's the, Crest. It's not the ski show. No. Catamount Trail. Show. 300 <laughs> miles of Nordic no, ski Max, terror. come on, dude. I'm going to shut this down. I'm going to shut it down, dude. <laughs> so, bring it back, Max. Bring it bring back. It back. Bring it back. Where's the vacuum tube sound? Oh, there we go. Right, we're bringing it back. So, in March 2013, 
the uh, very well-organized mountain bike groups have petitioned the Forest Service to review and have a comment period of should mountain bikes be allowed on the Pacific Crest Trail except for wilderness and national park units. Mm. And it exploded. So, like, it's someone, like, put a... It's like someone put a big turd in the punch bowl and just left it there. <laughs> Does that make sense? It maybe took the spoon and, like, swirled it around a little bit. Yes. And, so and it started... The punch turned a little brown. Yes. So this started on the Pacific Crest Trail mailing list, PCTL. Yeah. And it's been announced. And the, both the mountain bikers and the hikers have gone at it. And there are three major resources you want to read about it. Um, both two of them are on Facebook. Facebook slash sharing the PCT, which is a pro let's allow mountain bikers on parts of the Pacific Crest Trail. And kind of the antithesis of that, Facebook slash save the PCT, which is a pro hiker only equestrian. But having said all that, it's just been amazing to look at all the back and forth between the mountain bikers. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm a little embarrassed at the through hiker representation. Yeah. The, now, whether you agree with the view or not, the mountain bikers have taken the high road for the most part. We just want to start a dialogue. We think we pay taxes. We love the wilderness. That's how we want to experience it. PCT hikers, some of you have been rather violent. We should stab tires. <laughs> we should build traps. We should put our bikes in the spokes. You know, it's just sp- trail, you know. Hiking poles and the spokes of the bikes, and they're talking about ways to make it dangerous for mountain bikers to go on trails. And you know, granted, some are poaching it, but it's just not cool what you're trying to do to mountain bikers. You know, I gotta say that as a as a hiker, it's definitely not so fun to be on a trail with mountain bikers. But that said, I don't think that the trail should be necessarily completely closed to micro mountain bikers. I think there's sections of the trail that could be shared. You know, and but I do think that that the um, mountain biking community should also respect that. For those of us who want to be on foot, sometimes it's really hard to be on a trail with like eight billion bikes. And, and that happens. By. That happens on the the divide trail. There are stretches yeah. of the divide trail that are open to mountain bikers. And granted, if you happen to find yourself <laughs> dirt south, bikers, ATVs, true, right? motorcycles, yeah. chainsaws, well, stretches, you know, shooting, shooting <laughs> guns. But back to, uh, but keeping it back to the mountain biking situation, if you happen to find yourself on a Saturday morning in the middle of the summer hiking on the CDT south from Monarch Pass, yeah, you know what? It's going to suck because yeah. you're going to have waves of 50 Ten mountain miles. bikers yeah. coming yeah. by. But if you find yourself there in the afternoon, they're gone. Evening, yeah. they're not there. Weekday. Weekday, they're not there. Um, fall time when most through hikers are heading southbound, they're not there. Yeah. And so, I just think... I'm totally, it's interesting. It's I, interesting. I, think it, I think we need to be willing to share the trails, all of us. But I do think there's something to be said for making most of the trail a footpath only. Wilderness areas? I hate to say wilderness areas open mountain bikes, but I think no, they're Well, they're yeah. not. Yeah. Well, that's what... I mean, bottom line, keep, they're not. Well, currently, but keep it that way. Yeah. And But there's areas that are very flat and get very little use. Yeah. Especially have connecting trails. Hey, if they can allow mountain bikes on Section O... That would be fantastic. <laughs> and oh man, and, is that the poison ivy section? Oh, God. Yeah. Northern California. Then they would like mow down the some poison of that stuff. ivy section. That's and great. like people oh, say, oh. mountain bikers don't respect the wilderness. No, but, I don't think that's true. But I remember doing a trail project on the Colorado Trail. It was adopted by they a mountain bike group maintains a stretch. Yeah, and it was a project we did. Horse packers carried in the tools. The mountain bikers adopted the stretch. 
and hikers are out there doing trail work with the mountain bikers. No one said, Whoa. oh, you're a mountain biker, I'm a no. hiker, we can't wait, talk. Wait, wait, I think you're abs- you're forgetting about the brawl that en- that <laughs> erupted at the end of that day. That's right, right at the when, Judy Gaskell you know, Bridge. I, I do kind of remember somebody, you know, kind of threatening somebody else with a Pulaski. And then the Amish the came Pimatics in. Came the Amish. Involved. There was Honestly, the Amish I gotta say, yeah. like, to it, me, it get violent. I get really annoyed with the with the equestrians because, you know, you're riding a horse and it takes like an enormous dump right on the trail. <laughs> and like you can tell that that's happening. Yeah. And you just leave it there. Yeah. And, you know, if my dog takes a dump on the trail, I move it. And his turds are considerably smaller than a horse turd. <laughs> and I just, I mean, talking about sharing the trail. And, and then if you're an equestrian and you do that and then someone rides, like D-Lo comes along and rides through it. And think about how low to the ground he rides, right? Uh, All right, bringing it back to Mags. It's wait a minute. Why do I ride low to the ground? Because you're short. But that doesn't oh, mean I have man. a small bicycle. What if, if I rode on a mountain bike and you rode on a mountain bike? You would be lower to the ground than I would be. Maybe so. Yes, I know so. But <laughs> but it's a very controversial issue. Hold on a second. I don't think five feet seven inches is really all that short. But five feet, I'm five six, dude. You're the same height as me. You're right. Five seven's not that short, but sm- shorter than five seven is short. But man, where are these crickets coming All right, from? It's Mags, do you have any more news anymore. today? What's going on? Was that- no, that's it. It's just very again. Check out the groups. Make your own opinion. March 2013, whether you're pro or against, and and put but, your comments into the forest service. But yeah. be nice. Be nice about be it. Be civil. Respectful. Don't don't threaten. To like take the high road. Take the high road. And take if you're a mountain road. biker, currently the PCT is not open to mountain bikes. Please respect that. You're not helping your cause either by advocating poaching the PCT. It's true. Yeah. So if you truly want to make a compromise, work within the system currently. It goes for both sides of the issue. So right. take the high road. You heard it here first, people. And that's all the news. I know that Dilo That's all always, the news that's fit to read. Always takes the high road. <laughs> hey, we want to thank SquatchFilms.com for sponsoring the show today. POD. At SquatchFilms.com, not only can you order DVDs shot on both the Appalachian and Pacific Crest Trails, you can download them at a reasonable price. Directed, edited, and hosted by Scott Squatch Harriet. His films focus on the interesting, inspiring, sometimes whacked out, and always dirt-laden folk who make up the long-distance hiking community. He donates portions of his proceeds to the PCTA, the ATC, and coming soon, The Trail Show. But makes enough dough to still yeah. live with his parents in oh, yeah. the wintertime. So please go to squatchfilms.com and check it out. That's S Q U A T C H films.com. His parents will thank you for it. Woo! And we'd like to thank everyone today for tuning in. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash thetrailshow, and on twitter.com at trailshow. We'll be back in November for the Thanksgiving edition of the Trail Show. Until then, for the Princes of Darkness, D'Lo, and Mags, I'm Disco. See you next month. Ciao. Get on the trail! Yeah! Go Gossamer. <laughs>